three, two, one. John Lee Dumas, thank you for coming on, sir. But to answer your question, if you can't tell, this is how I do the podcast. I know I only got you for for eighteen minutes. Is no, I, I'm not. I'm not a military veteran. I, uh, I I just like my flag, and I guess I like the short haircut. I always get asked that. They're like military veteran. I'm like, no, 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 not at all. Please. Look, you know, you I, got the bus guy. You're wearing like I, the Marty Sixty Green. I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. But the reality is, is now I've shot a gun like five times. But I was re- I was reading your bio, man, and your story, and it's. I do in like the most eye rollingly cheesy way. I do kind of see you as like where I want to be in that I, I I got into medical school in 2013. I decided not to go. I got into pharmacy school, decided not to go. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Right after I graduated, I lost my oldest sibling to suicide and I just went, I just went nuts for like three years. Um, Got pretty suicidal myself and moved home and uh, a lot of a lot of uh, unimportant stuff in between. Started this podcast in December 2019, and um, in the last couple of months or so, it's slowly started to make money. But both my uncles are were uh, physicians, and they both told me if I was smart enough to get into medical school, I was smart enough to make more money doing less work. Yes, and <laughs> smart men. <laughs> and reading your story, I mean, yours kind of sounds like mine on steroids. Like in the military for eight years, like tried law school wasn't for you tried corporate finance wasn't for you just said screw it and you know move to paradise and have a podcast and create your own so what what what, i mean i know this is like the again probably like the most stereotypical softball question but like how how do you do it what what do i need to do well first let me ask you this question how old are you i'm 30 Okay. So just, you know, what I'm a big believer in, by the way, is never comparing yourself to anybody else who's further along in their journey, because it will only lead to despair. The only person, and this is not just for you, by the way, this is just a general thing I want your listeners to comprehend is Mm -hmm. the only person you ever should be comparing yourself to is you yesterday. If you're winning that comparison, you are winning at life. And brother, I was completely lost and clueless and just had nothing but failures behind me when I was 32 years old. So I was two years older than you, still clueless, still trying to figure stuff out after dealing with depression and PTSD for yeah. my 13 months of tour of duty yeah. in Iraq. Yeah. So I dealt with all that stuff as well. And and I was still close at 32. And even if I was 42 or 62, like the ages doesn't even matter anyways. What matters is, is like, compare yourself to you yesterday. And if there's anybody that is like you, which you and I are similar in enough ways, just like, you know, I'm similar to other people in enough ways who has been there and done that and succeeded, you can too. Mm -hmm. Like if I can do it, you can do it. And if I can do it, anybody listening and watching can do it, whatever their version of that quote unquote uncommon success is. And listen, I mean, we could sit here and rap all day about, you know, basically like, what the next step is for you. And and the reality is, as you know, we only have 15 minutes here together. But, you know, that's one reason why I sat down in my little quarantine of 2020 and I busted my little booty and I wrote my first traditionally published book because this book, it's exactly what you need. It's exactly what your listeners need to find your version of uncommon success. If you truly want financial freedom and fulfillment, I have crafted a 17-step roadmap to just that. And 
this isn't just from my story. I mean, my story plays a role in this. Of mm -hmm. course, I'm running a multi-million dollar business for eight years in a row now in the foreseeable future. I mean, that's not stopping anytime soon. But this is really being pulled from the 3,000 interviews I've now done yeah. on Entrepreneurs on Fire. Yeah. The 100 million listens this show has gathered to over 1.4 million listens every single month. As you know, I'm sure you've scoured it before. I publish our monthly income reports mm -hmm. on our website. 89 months in a row, we've published an income report. Every one of those months, we've netted. That means we've put in our pocket over $100,000 for profits. 89 months in a row. And it's not by mistake, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And, by the way and that wasn't overnight, by the way. Yeah. My first my first couple of years were tough. And I was happy to be scraping, you know, a couple thousand dollars a year, do, you know, a month doing this and doing that. And I was, I'm sure I was in a you know similar financial situation as you are right now at your, at your similar stage, you know, back in launching in the end of 2019. So listen, it's a process. Something will click. Um, Will this like put that journey on steroids? Absolutely. You know, this is my book. This is everything that works in my life and the 3000 entrepreneurs that I interviewed, what worked in their life. And not to mention the specifically 17 all-star entrepreneurs that I brought into this book mm -hmm. to contribute to it. You know, the Russell Brunson's, Ramit Sethi's, Amy Porfield, Pat Flynn, uh, you know, you name them, they're in this book for specific reasons because I knew they were the best person to talk about that specific step. And that's what this book is. It's 17 steps, a 17 step roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. And you start at step one, you end at step 17 and your business will be bulletproof. Hell yeah. Have, 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 and I'll put that in the description, sticking in the top comment for everybody listening. Have you ever, he, he passed away in, I think, 2019. Did, have you ever read any Ram Dass? Richard Alpert. Richard Alpert. He's like 92. He got fired from Harvard in the 60s. He was like best friends with Timothy Leary, the Harvard LSD experiments. Um, he was a super successful guy, you know, young entrepreneur, had his own plane, boats, island, all that stuff, and um, tried LSD and was like, this isn't, you know, this life, this earthy, earthly life isn't for me. And he went to, like, the Himalayas and basically got lost with some, like, Buddhists for, like, 20 years and just, like, came back and just, you know. But the whole point of that is, is he said that when he met uh, a guy who became his guru, I think it was Maharaji, it's... Um, he said being around him was a lot like being around like a campfire. He was like, it, you know, you didn't affect the campfire. It was going to be burning with or without you. And if you got close to closer to it, it was you, you could feel the warmth. A lot like the sun, whether there's clouds or not, whether you're indoors or not, the sun's still shining. And I've had that experience with a couple people. And I can say that you're one of them, even just talking to you for five minutes now. There's definitely just like... It's what the, it's like what, what Steve Jobs' closest uh, co-worker said was uh, around him. He had a uh, what was it the reality the distortion reality distortion field or anything is possible in his uh, in his vicinity, and I and I get that feeling from you. I got it from Doctor Evan Alexander, the author of Proof of Heaven. For you, laying that whole thing out, where because I imagine it can only have at least in my experiences, it only happens with people that are quote unquote it's all relative sort of above you know where you are you want to get closer to them out of the 3,000 people you interviewed who are those for you so you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That's how I end every single one of my podcast yeah. episodes, because it's frankly the truth. And that's yeah. why back in 2012, I joined a podcast mastermind to up my average. That's why I started interviewing people to up my average. Like right now, you and I hanging out, 
let's be honest, I'm upping your average right now. Yeah. I just said, yeah. it's a fact. Yeah. That's what I look for. I'm like, who can up my average? And I'm always looking to engage and interact with those people. So a great example is last year, I hosted a mastermind down here for like straight A ballers. I mean, I had people that were some of the top A-level players on my podcast over the past nine years come to my home for three days and we just masterminded and I surrounded myself with them. You know, I'll, I'll hold, you know, virtual little private events where we're just getting together on a Zoom call and we're just talking. We're just sharing like one tip, one takeaway. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always looking to do that, which is why I continue doing my show. I've done 3,000 episodes now, I keep cranking these puppies out because I keep meeting new amazing people that are upping my level, upping my game because they're entrepreneurs on fire. I mean, every single one of these people is absolutely crushing it in their specific area of expertise. And that's how I continue to stay relevant. That's how I continue to stay razor sharp, laser focused, cutting edge by surrounding myself with those people. And it's exactly what you're doing right now with your show. I mean, you've been doing this now since December or late 2019. I mean, you are surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah, well, thank you. And it's, um, so I guess kind of the inverse question, and there's always fun in self-deprecation. So if I'm, I'm definitely elevating myself being around you, what do you do when you have to be around people like me? Or let's say just, you know, in general, you know, you got like a, a mean person in your life. You like you have to cut them out, right? It's they are a cancer. They're a weed. And I mean, if they're a mean person and they're cut out of my life, yeah. I, I don't have time for that. But yeah. if there's somebody like you who's hungry, who's, you know, coming up in the world, who's got a lot to learn, but is also has different perspectives from me, I can learn from you. There's definitely things I can and learn from people that are at your stage in life all the time because I can't stay on top of everything. So I'm always ears open, eyes open, having these conversations. Plus, what am I doing right now? I'm honing my skills. Every time I do an interview like this where you're asking me questions, I'm getting better with my answers. I'm honing my skills. I'm sharpening my sword. You know, and that's one thing that, you know, a great Abraham uh, Lincoln quote, you know, that I'm sure was attributed to like 15 other people. But he was like, you know, if you had an hour to cut down a a cherry tree, like what would you do? He's like, I spend the first 15 minutes sharpening my blade because that's what you need is a sharp blade. So right now I am totally sharpening my blade. So if one person watches this, 1,000 people watch this or 100,000 people watch this, this is totally worth my time because I'm hanging out with a cool person, um, sharing my my knowledge, my value, and I'm getting better at sharing my knowledge and my value. I'm honing my skills. I am crafting, I'm honing my craft. I'm improving at what it is that I do. Like, frankly, a lot of people in my podcasting community, Podcasters Paradise say, John, how do I get bigger guests? Like, how do I grow my audience? And I'm like, I hate to break this to you, but your podcast sucks. And so you're not going to get better guests. You're not going to grow your audience because people are going to listen to this podcast and it sucks. But I got something to share with you. My podcast used to suck. It really did. But I put in the reps. I did it every single day for five and a half years in a row. And I got a little bit better every single time. Now within 3,000 episodes, like, of course, I'm a little better than when I started. So why, what are you doing to put in the reps? Like, I'll ask them that question. They'll be like, well, I've, I've done three interviews. And I'm like, well, how many practice interviews have you done? How many times do you actually practice your craft to get better? Yeah. And, you know, there's people that gave me a chance, by the way, like Pat Flynn was one of my first few episodes. Yeah. And, he, you know, he didn't know if anybody was listening. In fact, nobody was because it was pre-launch. He came on my show. And since his podcast on my show has gotten hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of listens. So it's been a big win for him. Yeah. And who knows, yeah. you know, who the next JLD is in my world. Yeah. Me and you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, it's, it's, you're right. And it's, that's one that I think that was like my, my mistake early on was I was like, I gotta, I gotta get the first 
right? I got to get the first big podcast. But it made me think of being pre-med. You don't just jack your average up to like a 4.0. And one, like, I just got to get an A on this test. And it's like, no, you got to get A's on every test and every course and every semester. And as it goes, the average slowly comes up. I found, yeah, uh, I, I've, I found that with episode 95 I had on Mike Durant, the quote unquote pilot that was shot down in Mogadishu. The whole movie Black Hawk Down is about. Yeah. And I had him on him. I was like, I, fi- I remember I finished it and I started uploading and I was like, I made it. I'm there. I did it. And, you know, I got like five more subscribers. And I was like, what the yeah. hell? And then like, you know. <laughs> that's not always the answer. You yeah, know, that guy would have, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, it, and it, that kept happening. I had on a, a brigadier general from Obama's National Security Council. I had on Charlie Duke, the 10th man to walk on the moon. And every time I'd have someone on that like that, I'd be like, I did it. I made you it. You're getting some really unique and cool guests. Congratulations. Thank you, Thank you man. It's, uh, it's, I can put you in contact with any of them if you'd like. Yeah, listen, it's, it's weird. It's like the, the weirdest thing is going to click and it's going to take off and then people are going to come back and listen to your back catalog and they're going to love it. And so it's just like, when it's not if it's okay. when is it going to happen and it's going to it's going to be sometimes when you least expect it like there have been episodes that i was like that was a horrible show that i just recorded for my for my podcast and then i'll get like 15 raving emails about it I'm like, what you actually enjoyed that i thought it was terrible but it hit the right people at the right place at the right time yeah so for you, what are your so again like uh, like me? I you know I kind of take off by I don't know I got four more minutes with you. If I I like I I always look at you know I don't look at like the peak of them or the summit of the mountain. I kind of look at the next spot. I'm like where can I get the next guy? Where can I get the next guy? Free, but you know way off at the height. There's obviously like man, I'd love to talk to Joe Rogan or Elon Musk. What right. are your like? What are your like for someone like you at your subjective level of success? What are the people that you're looking at and you're like, man, if the stars aligned, that's who I get. Yeah, I understand you having those kind of stars. Um, it's not in my world. Really? I just don't. I just don't operate that way. Okay. I'm not saying I have. Like there was definitely my hit list that I wanted in the first couple of years of my show, and and I was able to get those people like Tim Ferriss, Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, yeah. like okay. you know. <laughs> Those are people that made sense for me, for my business, for my niche, for entrepreneurs on fire. Um, Now, it's just like, I know the right people find my show. Like, I I no longer go fishing. I get 400 plus inquiries every single month um, for people that want to be on the show, that are applying to be on the show. And it's my team's job to whittle down those people who proactively want to be on my show to like, you know, the 15 to 30 that I actually have on my show. So that's where I'm at. It took a while to get here. You know, that was a tipping point that happened, you know, years ago, um, but it wasn't overnight, but that was the process. What is your goal for like, is there like an abstract indirect goal? Like for instance, for like what I want to do, it's indirect from podcasts. What I want to do is, is make as much money as I can throughout my life, and then I want to donate it to MAPS, the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. They, they do things with PTSD and veterans. You know, Instead of using sertraline and Wellbutrin, they use things like MDMA or psilocybin, and they find it greatly reduces the rate of suicide, of trauma. And as someone that lost a sibling to suicide, that's something that's very important to me. I want to raise as much money as I as raise, make as much money as I can through this podcast, and then fund something like that that I know will won't get government funding before I die because I know that's what will leave a better impact on this world. And it's completely, when people ask me, what's your long-term goal with the podcast? I'm like, hear me out. <laughs> it's a little weird. What, yeah. Do you have something like that where it's like, it's, you know, it's like Elon Musk saying, I'm going to get to Mars and I'm going to get to Mars by building the best car. Yeah. And there's like, yeah. what, what's, what's it, what is it for you? Or do you have one? 
Honestly, I just want to say I'm really glad you didn't say that you're going to give any money to your kids. And I hope you don't if you ever have any, if you have some, whatever it is. I think that's the biggest the worst thing. Just the worst thing ever. Yeah. Just like, why don't you just ruin your kids' lives by taking away the one thing that you can give them, which is the opportunity to make it on their own. There's nothing better. And every single parent wants to take that away. Of course, I'm sure as soon as I have a kid, I'll be like, oh, my God, here's all the money in the <laughs> yeah, world. Yeah. Until then, I'm like, no yeah. way. Like, yeah. cut that off. Yeah. Anyways, um, listen, at the end of the day, I'm also here to like generate a ton of revenue. And and I, I, I love being philanthropic right now, too. Like, I've given hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to Pencils of Promise to build schools in developing countries. Like, I've gone to the schools, seen them built. I love it. You know, like, I love giving people the gift of education to like a certain level. Like, I would never pay, you know, a private college or anything. Like, yeah, that's just sure. such a money but like just the you know k through six or k through 12 these schools where they're actually getting the ability to learn how to read and history and like the life skills like that's a gift um so you know continue to do stuff like that and um you know i'm sure that as i get a little bit older here um i'm going to you know develop other passions that i want to get behind and I'll, I'll do that when the time comes as well. But one thing I will be really disappointed with in myself is if I ever leave any money to my kids. <laughs> well, that's the, not the best way to end it. That's not, I, I really hope you don't leave money, but I agree with you, man. It's, I mean, if you want to completely screw them over, right. It's, it's screw them over, it's, man. It's, give them, give them money because yeah. you're taking away the best gift they have. But before I do let you go, or yeah. you do let me know, yeah. my friends, get this book. This is the answer to your prayers. This is the 17 step roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment from the blood, sweat, and tears that I spent for you for the last nine years interviewing the world's most successful entrepreneurs. This book is the roadmap. Get it. Five bonuses are coming your way. I'm actually going to be shipping for everybody that pre-orders, I'm shipping to your door all three of my journals, the Freedom Mastery and Podcast Journal. Just an absolute no-brainer. There's four other bonuses. Don't be crazy. Go pre-order right now. UncommonSuccessBook.com. UncommonSuccessBook.com. Look at those guns. I am impressed, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. You're the man. All right. Thank you so much, John. You have a great one. Take care, buddy.